What's up, nerds? Welcome to the latest issue of Comictating. Sebastian and I are back to review the next round of DC Universe Rebirth. And of course, Comictating is presented by Nerdables and sponsored by Earth 2 Comics. Let the nerds take over! Us? Huh? The latest offering of DC Universe Rebirth titles is out. We're just going to go through a couple of them this week because there's a there's one really big title and then there's two that we found fairly fascinating. The really big title, of course, is All Star Batman number one, uh, written by Scott Snyder, uh, art by John Romita Jr. and a backup story with uh, Declan Shavley. Scott Snyder, as most of you know, wrote the bulk of the New Fifty Two Batman to great success. Uh, really the runaway bestseller of the new 52 universe and before that he wrote a year of detective comics uh something that's collected in uh, black mirror with dick grayson as batman which i personally find to be his best it's, batman a, it's easily the best one that he did yeah um and a lot of that was with uh jock and um frank Avella did the backup stories for the first round do you remember who did, did jock do the last half too i think he did do the last half maybe he did do the last half too uh, but here he is with Bermuda. Uh, he worked... He, no, wait. Did he do it with Bermuda on Superman? No, it wasn't Snyder writing it. Who was writing it? It was Johns. It was Johns. Johns. Who, that's right. It was Johns who wrote Jeff it. Jeff Johns' yeah. Superman run. Uh, Snyder did the one with Lee. Yes. He did uh, Unchained. Uh, so, All-Star Batman opens with a, a slice-of-life scene. We're at Augie Max Diner. And suddenly the Batman crashes through with Firefly and Killer Moth. Uh, who are looking for somebody, keep asking Batman, where is he? Let us know or everyone dies in here. And of course, Batman just stands to the side and lets all the patrons of the diner die. Uh, oh, wait, no, he doesn't. Um, <laughs> obviously, he he's battles the bad guys and saves everybody in the diner. Now, as we go through, it's a book that jumps kind of all over the place. Uh, so we get an establishing point at the beginning here, we'll call that point zero, and then we get 22 minutes before that, and then two hours before that, and then two weeks before that. As we start to develop the story, as Batman is traveling with um, Harvey Dent, otherwise known as Two-Face, and uh, Dent has done something, and we're not exactly sure what it is yet. It's a, it, it starts to unfold as you're going through. Right through the issue is batman and commissioner gordon and as the book progresses backwards in time you get a little bit more information about what's going on in the present scenes the story starts to develop as we get certain pieces that are plucked out of the past um but there's also a lot of like straightforward batman beating up the bad guys bad guys trying to beat up batman um and it's a it, it's it's a two-faced story and that there's a lot going on and it comes from a lot of different angles um we get a, a, an alfred interlude um, we're not exactly sure what his spot in it. There, there's an intimation that he's done something that is not necessarily in Bruce slash Batman's best interests. Uh, it's definitely a chase story, um, but it's really good. This is uh, the 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 coloring on it is a little different than what you're normally used to, or at least what I'm normally used to, in terms of um, uh, Ramita, and uh, I like it. It's got a little more of a of a harder. Not hard, a darker edge to it, I guess. It does. The colors are it. rich, yeah. but a little, uh, but a, but the sort of on the lighter end of the color spectrums. Uh, the palette he uses is not. Uh, well, the color choices are really nice, and the color choices, but they're a little darker. The, yeah. The colors themselves are a little darker, 
and I actually really appreciate it. Now, of course, the name All-Star Batman conjures up images of Frank Miller's Batman, and I know I certainly had that in my head going into the book. And I will say, it did feel like there was a little bit of the Frank Miller DNA with Romita's art, that very boxy sort of art style, and yeah. even some of the humor in the book. Uh, Batman fist bumps, <laughs> which uh, feels very much like something Frank Miller would throw in. There's a, You get a little bit of a light-hearted Batman, especially in the fight scene. There's a, there's a funny moment in the diner. So I, I, I did sort of feel that, even though that may or may not be the intention, but I will say I enjoyed the book quite uh, quite a bit. As someone who's been a Romita Jr. fan for a long time, there are some pieces in here that are, that kind of harken back, like when he uh, when he's fighting out behind the diner. Uh, it very much feels like his Black Panther run with uh, Reggie Hudlin when he's uh, yes. th- those opening scenes when he's battling Ca- when Black Panther's battling Captain America in the fields of Wakanda. So it's got a feel there. Uh, there's some some kind of uh, X Men esque run pieces in here in the beginning is very much this looks a lot like when his his run through the mansion when he did uh, uncanny x-men for a little while when he did the the great saber tooth issue where saber tooth breaks out of his cell yes and takes on the hallway so uh a solid first issue it's got a bit of a cliffhanger snyder does do that very well um looks like we have another another uh, basically yeah, these these baddies are hunting uh, Batman to get to something to get or to uh, Two Face uh, because Two Face has kind of made a deal with everyone regarding Batman. I don't want to give too much of it away because it is a, a puzzle that you want to put together. It's a lot of fun to do, but right. um, there there is good, an end game here. Yeah, it's a good and, solid first issue. This seems to be the where we're going. Um, you know, he said I know in Snyder's comments beforehand, it's like a road trip with Two Face. Right, right, and. Uh, Two-Face wants something, and every, even even the townspeople uh, are in on a bit of what's going on. So it's definitely very fascinating to sort of get to the end game of what Two-Face wants, and all the villains jumping into the fray make it uh, incredibly fascinating. And I actually re- I really like the redesign of Killer Moth and Firefly in the book, yeah. too. Yeah. Very Kamen Rider-esque. I dug it a lot. Yeah, I thought there was uh, more of a practicality to the two of them there as well. So, uh, like I said, good solid first issue. It's it's an issue that a lot of people have been looking forward to uh, when they went to Rebirth as as Snyder was not announced within the Batverse. Um, but he wanted to kind of go and do his own thing, I think. And uh, is earned it to go kind of give him a free reign to go do whatever he wanted to. So this is the story he wants to tell. And we're looking forward to seeing the rest of it. Yes, yeah, and it it feels separate enough from the regular Bat books that you don't really have to be concerned too much with, oh, what happened in issue two or issue three? This is definitely its own beast of a book. Yeah, outside, and, and they, they kind of mentioned, you mentioned Duke, and, and they explain in it that he's, you know, it's a, it's not a Robin, it's, yeah, a, it's partner a partner sort of thing. So yeah, everything's kind of explained there. We'll get to a book that you kind of have to have read, or it's better if you had read some other issues when we get to our final book. But So that's our, our all-star Batman talk. We're going to move over to the Rebirth special for Deathstroke. Slade is back. Uh, Christopher Priest is the story. Carlo Pagulian, 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 I think it's Pagulian. Uh, penciling, Jason Paz with inks, Jeremy Cox with color. Uh I like Deathstroke a lot. I did not care for the second round of the New Fifty Two Deathstroke. Right, right. The beginning is fantastic. It's really the, those those early issues in the New Fifty Two. Um, 
when the creative team that suddenly just completely and utterly escapes my head because I'm an idiot. Uh, those issues through the, the first like 12 issues or so are actually really solid, really solid art. They were the team, same team that did the Flashpoint version. Um, yes, yes, they well. did. Yeah, it was really, really good. Um, Deathstroke has a lot of history. He's kind of been all over the place. Um, you know, Wolfman and, and uh, Perez had used him in Teen Titans. He had his own book that, that Wolfman did for a long time, which DC was reprinting and then stopped. Sorry. <laughs> Just yeah. maybe I bought the first two volumes. Like, there's no more volumes coming. Right. They're and not going to finish, gonna finish it. it. It's like, argh, I got to track down those issues again. Um, but Slade has been kind of, he's become younger through the New 52, but they've kind of re-aged him back. Uh, there's there's a point in here I love, where he sucks. Yeah. yeah, I love this explanation. It's one, so if you weren't reading the New 52, at some point uh, in the New 52, I think it was it that second story arc? It was when Snyder took over, or not Snyder, um, uh, Tony Daniel took over. Right, that he, through some means, I don't even remember what the what the MacGuffin was. De-ages by But like he de-ages, and he becomes like a, a, a young, happening 20, 30-something and of course with they, black hair not only with black hair but also a larger male genitalia yes because he does that scene where he kind of pulls he pulls, he pulls his pants the front open. and I'm like oh and i was like oh boy yeah that that, that style does, to me that tone doesn't fit that in, does in not a, in a work deathstroke, deathstroke. and then in this there's just one line and it's a line that loving christopher priest's writing style and knowing a bit about christopher priest i'm sure somebody said uh, well, you got to explain why he's old again, and he's like, "I'm not gonna what? That's too much. That no, no. You know what? I I don't need to have to go through a crazy long explanation." So he's just, "I'm very happy that that uh, black hair voodoo wore off, though." Yeah, done. And he's done. He's done. Missing his that eye is, again. That's all you need. Because I think in in that the Tony Daniel story, I think they gave him both his eyes back too. But it's like no, that the patch is a part of him. It's like the the Simpsons. A wizard did it. Yeah, a, a wizard, wizard did it. A wizard did it. It, it. Which reminds me of um, what Garth Ennis did, Punisher, when he did Welcome Back, Frank. And at that point, Frank was dead. He had come back through uh, his, his comic, but farmed out to Dreamwave, and he was like a, an agent of two corrupted angels and he's like shooting hellfire or whatever and the last part of the issue is just like i was uh i was this agent of these angels and then i stopped and then he chucked somebody off the roof of the empire state building right and it was just like that was garth's explanation is none of that just happened it's just like hey it happened what he's fine he's great yeah, it's a it's done we don't never, need to talk about never it never touched again. on it again never touched on it again let's never speak of black-haired young deathstroke yeah. ever again it's like we won't speak of franken franken castle franken castle uh, so speaking of marvel to to put an aside you may know Christopher Priest's name from his legendary run on Black Panther at Marvel, which uh, they have been reprinting in volumes, and if you're looking to get into Black Panther, especially because of the movie coming up, I wholeheartedly recommend it. And I think he brings a lot of what he learned doing that book to this book. And I quite enjoyed it myself. Yeah, it's definitely got... um. 
it doesn't have as much humor as as the the the, pre, the the priest black panther book is fantastic that's where um we meet everett ross yes uh which i've always glad <laughs> as soon as they said whatever six months ago seven months ago eight months ago when they announced that martin freeman was in civil war i immediately put he's playing more he's playing everett ross i, I guarantee it and everyone's like what who what i'm like i'm telling you the attache. and then boom i was exactly right um through ross he treats ross as a very hilarious character as this uh completely unready state department agent is put up with the king of wakanda uh that's where they introduce his two female bodyguards that are practically ninjas and it's just kind of the humor in that going i what what am i doing here this is stupid this guy's like i don't need to be here he's young he's viral he's an avenger he's he's loaded he's good looking he's got these two statuesque amazon protectors and they want me to talk to him what the hell am i gonna do right like shouldn't this be like steve can steve work with him yeah so, i yeah. always enjoyed that brilliant like, stuff i'm not the right person for this job yeah uh so yeah here uh, priest story is obviously a little more um sinister i guess in, in, in a certain way right well actually uh when i i went to the Secrets of Rebirth. Secrets. Uh, for, for DC at Comic-Con, and Christopher Priest talked uh, briefly about the book, but sort of the theming of the book is that, that, you know, what does having this life, this life of an assassin, do to you? What is, you know, what, what makes a person choose this life, and what does that life do to your, your spirit, your, your psyche? And a lot of that sort of came through here, especially because we have an interesting opening sequence, which doesn't really give you an inclination about how it ties into the book until, especially if you don't know the character, until you get about halfway through and you sort of get that realization about the origins of Slade and what his life before being Deathstroke is. And there's also a couple strange interludes here. We've got uh, a young uh, Politico going on uh, the internet, creating super packs for people. So we've got some political intrigue going on. We are introduced there's to... There's a lot going on. <laughs> there's a lot going on in this book. It's a big setup issue. But it's a setup issue with a lot of politics and a lot of interesting character moments that make it... Uh, that, that, that Something that I feel like only Christopher Priest... And the select group of others can handle really well without making it feel too ham-fisted. Yeah. A lot of times, I think, when comic book writers get into very heavy political themes, it can be very ham-fisted. Yeah, and there's definitely a line in the beginning about, uh, you know, the, the, the person that he's working with or talking with thinks that once this information gets out, the United States is going to come bomb his country into the Stone Age. And, uh, you know, Slate says something along the line of, you know, these are yeah these are black people marines aren't coming you know the idea that they, they wouldn't bother with this country because it's a, a you know stand in for an african nation uh whether i think it's supposed to be their their karak or whatever q-u-r-a-c the the kind of fictional right country that they use as the stand-in for a northern african nation so no it's it it's good I, i'll i'll be honest i've found myself a little lost but i think it's it's intriguing enough for a, a second read to kind of hopefully put those p's and q's into the right places it may just be trying to rush through this and also being somewhat tired uh yeah and it's interesting it. we've got classic villain the clock king makes a brief cameo in the book yeah and it's interesting it's it's definitely an interesting book and i i'm 
I'm I'm definitely down. For, I love Christopher Priest's writing. I like when he does uh, political intrigue. I like when he does uh, very intimate stories. And despite the scope of this, I felt like there was a lot of intimate moments with the character of Deathstroke. Yeah, the, the flashbacks really help you with that as yes. you you're introduced to his family uh, to a certain degree. So uh, yeah, I trust Christopher Priest to to put it together. It's kind of like a Hickman thing where you know I've been through enough with with. Hickman or, or someone like Remender that I am willing to just keep going and wait to see where it goes. You know, the first issue might be something where you're like, I'm not 100% sure what the heck's going on here, but I know it's going to tie in. Yeah, there, there will the be line. an unfolding of the story. So the final issue we're going to go over today, the final uh, rebirth, actually it's number one, is Superwoman number one, titled Who is Superwoman? Uh, this book is written and drawn by Phil Jimenez. Mark, uh, Matt Santarelli does the inks. Jeremy Cox again does the colors. Uh, so if you've been reading action comics, apparently, there's a page... Actually, I think there's two pages here that really, in in the book, almost everything is tied into what's going on with action comics. Yes. And the gist of it is... Um, and spoiler, if you're reading action comics and you're not caught up, you're not going to want to listen to this. Uh, the spoiler is that the New 52 version of Lois Lane, not Clark's wife, but the new 52 version of Lois Lane, who does exist alongside that other version, has received superpowers um, through the actions and the fight with Doomsday that has uh, that's going on in Action Comics. There's like a, a supernova or what have you that, that uh, comes over her, and she now has su- superpowers akin to Superman. She has the X-ray vision, she's got the ice breath, she can fly, she's got invulnerability... Uh, super strength and so the this uh, book is very much a, a metropolis book we're introduced to uh lois and lana on lana's farm she's been taking care of the kent farm which apparently is for sale uh i don't know it's all the little piggies yeah little piggies running around are they, well are they supposed to be piggies they're supposed to be dogs no because they look like well he's a dog that's a that looks like a bull hey, you know yeah what? he's a bulldog i wonder if they're supposed to be little puppies excuse me while, while we just look through the the art here i i i flashed through and i assumed they were little piggies running around this yeah. is a farm but interesting now that you now that you point that out it yeah. is a bulldog it could just be the, the it may have been intended to be pigs and then the the colorist got it wrong uh so lana and lois are together and they're, they're kind of discussing pigs. yeah lois um needing lana uh, as Lana helped the New 52 version of Superman when he was younger kind of develop his powers and figure out how to use them as the the Lana in this universe is a engineer. So she has uh, experience with like how these powers would be able to work in a physical universe. You know, one of the things that we open with Lois holding a tractor over her head and Lana saying, if you lift it from the front, you're going to break it. You know, you've got to lift it in the right spot if you want to keep it together. Um, so Lois is, is looking for some advice, is looking for some help, is trying to... To get control con- of yeah, her powers. Convince Lana that uh, they're a good team. And then they uh, head out to Metropolis as our super man of Metropolis, who is Lex Luthor in the super suit, is introducing his new gigantic super carrier of death. That he says, what, what did he call it, like a pacifist vessel or a peacekeeping vessel, something like that. Um, essentially, yeah. it's essentially a helicarrier. Yeah, it's a gigantic. It's a gigantic carrier with like multiple decks, and there's F-15s flying off of it. Or at least what are supposed to be F-15s or something akin to an F-15. Um, 
he's saying in the wake of the doomsday attack this is this is worthwhile and then of course the carrier gets attacked the sea gets attacked and everything's going to hell and lois with her superpowers is attempting to stop this and then we discover a secret that i'm not gonna say it's not gonna be a lot we're actually gonna be able to say about this book because about halfway through there's it a, takes yeah, there's... a it takes a huge twist and then there's a huge twist at the end as well which i really do want to talk about but i don't think we should um i actually liked this book a lot i liked the lana and lois dynamic as they yes. said they don't have anything in common they don't really like each other but it's not it's almost a betty veronica from archie it is and me, what, what's know. even more interesting is that i couldn't for the life of me remember if in the new 52 they were still cousins i don't believe so no i okay. think they're just uh they, they really have that same sort of betty veronica thing that what right. they had in common is that they both are very close to clark they're, right they're clark who again their clark is dead their clark has died at the end of the new 52 he sacrificed himself to save the world um so the twist happens we go through there and and we see them together and, and i i like i said I, I enjoy the two of them together i thought the dialogue was really well done the art of course phil jimenez is fantastic as always um i really like this book as the more and more i think about it the more and more i think i really enjoyed this book this might be the best book of the week i mean even even more so than the uh the the, the ballyhooed all-star superman which is good as well but the, the twists help. It was kind of it was a the lot of fun. The twists do help, and they did sort of make their reveal at the beginning of Rebirth that you know, especially when they were soliciting the books, that that the the Lois of the New Fifty Two universe is is on the way out, as it were. She is dying, but I think that sort of plays into the whole thing that we've sort of had that that the Lois and Clark of the New Fifty Two universe don't seem to be the ones who fit. Yeah, because they are. There's there's an analogy to the both of them. You know, there isn't two Bruce Waynes, but there's two Clark Kent slash Superman. Um, right, and two Lois. Yeah, lanes. we find a Clark Kent in the action comics. Man, there's two Lois Lanes, as the Lois from the Convergence story uh, is here, and then on top of which you have the Lois from that, the New Fifty Two. New Fifty Two. So, so uh, interesting. Yeah, it's an interesting. It is like one of those things you kind of look at it and go they got to do something with this what are they going to do with it well this is the story of what they're going to do with it so, right um it's fascinating we can't we, especially because there's there's a couple plot points in this that that basically give away the entire story and we're trying yeah. to be a spoiler free yeah as, we don't want to we, don't we want you to go enjoy it but yeah i just want to I, I i really enjoyed it i really liked it a lot i love phil Jimenez's art so and some hints really... I, i'm hoping steel shows up in this book especially when you look at the front cover they've got steel yeah um, there's there's like 32 super people yep uh, all supermen the super, all women, the supermen all the super people are the super dudes super super crazies super yeah i mean it's it's kind of a steel puts in a good word for right. her we've just got like a we've so. got like a single uh news but he is pretty prominent image. on the cover so i'm wondering so if i'm hoping that he'll show up and then that's there yeah no i think there's a lot here because they show a lot of characters who aren't even in this book they do show the pre-52 superman and lois um, New 52 Lois, we see Steel, Lex, Lex, we see these two people who I don't know who they are. Uh, I think that is. I think, I think that may be Steel's daughter? Maybe. I think it's one of the crime unit or something. So, um, There's a lot going on. If you're a Superman fan or a Superverse fan, I think uh, it's a book that you'll enjoy. Yeah, if you're a Superman family fan. This it's, is... got a, it's got a real twist in it, too. And, it does. It, and, it, it, enough of a twist that we both sort of went, wait, what? And wait, we had what? to reread the last... Yeah couple pages again just to be sure that we understood what was is this, happening is this, what, is this right so um that's gonna wrap it up for us we're gonna do a very short show um sebastian's gotta go get his 
I've got to go to got to go to the doctor. Got to go to the doctor. Sebastian is dying, slowly but surely. I think gotta we're go all get his dying. Superpowers. Again, well, yeah, true. Yeah. I feel like we're gonna die. We all die, at least. I mean, today. So did I. Oh boy, I love that. Yeah, I we're just, just gonna just gonna devolve into Simpsons, into quotes. Simpsons quotes. Yeah. No. Oh, wow. So we're gonna try to keep it short and sweet. A lot of the other books this week are in the middle of story arcs. So we're going to try and stick to the first few issues of books. Uh, yeah, Wonder Woman's Red, out. Yeah, Wonder Woman and Action Comics is out this week. Red Hood and the Outlaws number one is out this week. The latest issue of Hal Jordan and Green, Green Lantern, Lantern Corps, War. which we're very interested in because we really like number one. Uh, and New Superman number two is out yes. this week as well. One of the few monthly books. It's one we may actually cover that next week, depending on how much time we have, because I'm very fascinated. Yeah, interested we, it, in that also in gives us a chance book, to, so. to talk a little bit of spoilers on it, mostly because that's one of the most intriguing Superman books yeah. that's out. Yes, heavy Superman week, Superwoman, Super new Superman in action comics this week. So, yeah, um, yeah three good books. My three pick was Superwoman. Books. I know uh, Sebastian, oh, yeah. you like you like Deathstroke. I enjoyed a lot. the Deathstroke a lot. Superwoman, I would I would say Superwoman definitely my number two. And that's not to, to put down All-Star Batman at all. No. Uh, there's a lot going on in All-Star Batman. We'll, I, I think in the end that may be the one that we're really like, oh, wow, this is a really good story. Right. Uh, Snyder definitely plays the long con with a lot of these types of stuff. So. Right. You need more so than we one know issue. By, yeah, we know by those 12-issue ma- maxi arcs that he did for uh, for New 52 Super or Batman. Excuse me. Uh, so that's it. Of course, we are sponsored by Earth 2 Comics. Earth 2 Comics has two locations, one in Sherman Oaks, one here in Northridge. We are fully stocked with Rebirth titles. If you're looking for anything, we've got it here. We are presented by Nerdables. We're part of the Nerdables family. Of course, you can check out the Nerdables podcast, which is recorded every week, uh, usually available Sunday night slash early Monday morning. Um, go to facebook.com slash Nerdables, and uh, you can interact with us there. You can send us a message through there. We're on Twitter at Nerdables Show. We have an Instagram account now, apparently. Uh, this is the Nerdables Instagram as well. And uh, if you're listening to us on iTunes or any of the other SoundCloud SoundCloud streaming of choice, leave us a comment. Uh, let us know what you think. Let us know how we're doing. Let me know if I'm super boring. Because um, we know Sebastian's not boring. Sebastian's the most interesting person I, on oh, the planet. Thank you. I appreciate that. I consider myself boring. But... Well, that's the, the 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 great the great people do always do. They always consider themselves no, no. boring. But you went to the Guillermo del Toro exhibit, and I didn't. So you're more exciting than I am. You should go. By the way, if you haven't gone and you live in Los Angeles or are visiting Los Angeles for the next uh, couple weeks, go check out the Guillermo del Toro exhibit at LACMA. It's awesome. Yeah, I definitely want to go check that out. I just got to find a day to go. Uh, So that's going to do it for my partner, Sebastian. This is Chris, and we will talk to you next week.